Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki, and you're listening to Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about, you know, those things like internet marketing, online business, blogging, traffic generation, social media, all that www stuff. Oh, that's a little too many W's there. I guess I got a little carried away, huh? You know, I started this podcast to share what I've learned about internet marketing, what I'm still learning today, and to interview other experts who can help us all along in our blogging journey. I'm your host, Leslie Samuels, the internet marketing teacher from learningwithleslie.com. And today's topic is a very exciting one, and it is how to maximize your investment in any absolutely any coaching program. And I know a lot of people join coaching programs and what I found is that most of them do not succeed and there are a number of reasons for that. So what I want to do is make sure that you're set up for success so that your next coaching program or the coaching program that you're in now is going to be awesome. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. So I got a lot to share with you. Um, I'm actually going to be sharing 10 ways. I said how to, but it's actually 10 ways to maximize your investment in any, absolutely any coaching program. Um, but before I get into the topic, I have two announcements to make. The, one is, the first one is very exciting. The second one is just exciting. You know, it's just a regular type of exciting stuff, you know, you know exciting, exciting. But the, the first one, man, it is excitement at its pinnacle. Are you ready for it? Are you ready? <laughs> oh, man. So, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, if you've been following me for a while, uh, you know that I am involved right now in something, in preparing something that is huge, and that is become a blogger 2.0. And a number of people have been wondering, you know, when is this thing actually going to launch? This is a, 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 a partnership uh, between Gideon Shalwick, Yaro Starak, and myself, Leslie Samuel. And we are relaunching Become a Blogger in this new and improved 2.0 version. And that is going live very soon. <laughs> you know, in fact, we're actually going to be holding a live webinar this Thursday to get this thing started, to kick it off. You know, because... It, it, ah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to contain myself here in front of this microphone, and I, I'm looking like a fool. Uh, but we're going to be kicking it off with a live webinar this Thursday. Now, I, I was hesitant in terms of uh, whether I should talk about this on the, the, the podcast because I don't really like to talk about time-sensitive things, um, but this is something that is just so much of what I'm doing right now that I just had to share it. So it's going to be this Thursday, and the date is March 8th. If you are in the United States, it is Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. 
I want to I want I'm going to give you a URL to go to and you need to go to this one because this webinar is going to be on point. We rehearsed, we practiced on Saturday night. I actually spent my Saturday night no not hanging out with friends, no not going to the movies, but putting together this webinar, going through the content and making sure that this stuff is going to be on point for everyone that's listening that's that's attending and I, I don't know if you can tell that I'm excited, but I am excited. This is where I want you to go. And you have to do this quick. Uh, becomeablogger.com slash webinar. Becomeablogger.com slash webinar. And there you can sign up and register for it. 7 p.m. Thursday, March 8, Eastern Standard Time. Um, I hope you can make it. If you're in Chicago, that's going to be 6 p.m. If you're in Los Angeles, it's going to be 4 p.m. If you're in Australia, where Yarrow and Gideon are, that's going to be Friday, March 9, 11 a.m. Because, you know, they're on that weird time zone all the way over there. Uh, not weird, but different. Yet, it, it just just planning this stuff has been interesting because I'm here in Michigan. They're there. They're over in um, Sydney, Australia. And... Coordinating times to get together has been really, really tricky. Uh, we even scheduled it once, and I didn't show up because I had the time wrong, and it was actually 4 in the morning, and oh, it's just crazy. I'm going on and on. But the main thing is this. Be there live on the webinar. And there's a, a specific reason why you want to be there live on this webinar. During the webinar, we're actually going to be giving away some bonus gifts live on the webinar, and you have to be there to take advantage of it. Now, here's the thing. We've sent this message, we've sent messages to tens of thousands of people, literally. I'm not exaggerating where that's concerned. And there can only be, and I know this sounds like only, really? That's, that's not only. But there can only be a thousand people on this live webinar. And I'm pretty confident that we're going to be, a, I think we're going to actually be more than a thousand um, people trying to get on the webinar, but only a thousand people can get on there. Uh, we've sent it out to, 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 to our different lists and we have a ton of people signing up already. So head on over there right now. If you're listening to this, press the pause button, go over there, register, come back and make sure to press play because then you're going to get all the rest of the value that I have for you on this. So make sure to check it out. Okay, that's announcement number one. Announcement number two is actually kind of cool. I'm, I, this is an idea that I stole from Pat Flynn. Um, but I want you to connect with me on all these social networks. And the way I did it, I know some a lot of you are already connected with me on Twitter and Facebook and so on. Uh, well, not on Facebook. I just started Facebook. Uh, I just started a page for... Uh, learning with Leslie on Facebook. But this is how I want you to connect to me. I've made it really easy. You can go to leslieonfacebook.com and that's going to redirect you to my Facebook page. You can go to leslieontwitter.com. You can go to leslieongoogleplus.com, leslieonyoutube.com, Let's, and even Pinterest, leslieonpinterest.com. Are you guys on Pinterest? You know, that's that new, I like to call it the, the feminine social network. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember when I first heard about it, I went on Facebook to find out, you know, hey, who's on Pinterest? And only the girls that were on my uh, my friends list knew what Pinterest was. I never heard of it before that day. 
and I was checking it out. It's pretty cool. I haven't gotten into it fully as yet, but I will. Um, so you can go to LeslieOnPinterest.com, LeslieOnYouTube.com, LeslieOnGooglePlus.com, LeslieOnTwitter.com, LeslieOnFacebook.com. Oh, that's a mouthful. And connect with me on those social networks because I want to connect with you. I like you. You know, I, I, I want to get to know you and stuff. Um, so make sure to connect with me on there. Okay, so let's see. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, before I get into the, the, the content, I have a question that was called into the hotline from Butch Gibson. I just want to remind you, if you have a question, a comment, a suggestion, anything like that, you want me to talk about it on the show, you want me to answer your question on the show, you can call the hotline, and that number is... 888-835-2414. And that's exactly what Butch Gibson did, and I'm going to play his question for you now. So take it away, Butch. Leslie, hello. My name is Butch Gibson, calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. I am calling about episode number 63, and I think that's the episode where you were talking about um, there were a couple different different what uh different points that you made about how you used to stop wasting time and you you talked about searching for a keyword and in your example you mentioned what was it decorating turkeys and you did a search on that and then it gave you different suggestions my question is if decorating turkeys is not a phrase that's that's looked for or that's searched upon or whatever um what about the terms separately, like decoration or, or decorating and turkey? Is it possible to get the same kind of um, ranking if you had a, a website that included those two terms? And I, I haven't searched. I haven't, I haven't done, done the work on this. And then even if I did search, I don't know if I would have the answer. But um, it, it sounds like that if you search for that phrase – decorating turkeys that you you're not people are not searching for that but again my question is what if you created what if you created a website anyway decorating turkeys.com but use the keywords separately so that folks looking for decorating would potentially find you at decorating turkeys.com the folks looking for turkeys Anyway, just kind of wonder how all that works and if, the, if that's a possibility. I've got an idea for a show, um, and I, I did that. I looked it up. Nobody's searching for the phrase that I, I would like to call my show, but folks seem to be searching for the individual phrases, and it's similar to what you described, decorating turkeys, not the combination, but individually. Anyway, uh, if you could answer that, it'd be great. Thanks, Butch Gibson, Cincinnati, Ohio. Keep up the good work. Hey, Butch, thank you so much for calling in and asking that question. Now, <laughs> some people probably listening and wondering, what in the world is he talking about decorating turkeys? I need to apologize for that. Uh, well, not really apologize. I'm just a weird guy. And in episode 63, I was talking a little bit about keyword research. Uh, that wasn't the main topic, but I, I gave an example of doing some research for keywords to find what you're what you can start a blog about for example and the, the stupid example that i gave was decorating turkeys <laughs> so to rephrase to rephrase his question what he's basically asking is this in the context of these um uh, special turkeys if you name your site decoratingturkeys.com would that be a good way to get traffic for people searching for decorating and for people searching for turkeys. 
I hope that's the question that you're asking, Bush. And if so, I do have an answer uh, for you. The answer to that is yes and no. It all depends. Uh, and there's one significant potential problem, and that is the problem of relevancy. If they aren't searching for decorating turkeys specifically, but you have a site that's decoratingturkeys.com, they most likely won't stay on your website. Or they most likely won't even click through uh, from the Google search to get to your website because they will see that, okay, this is not necessarily relevant to what I'm, I'm searching for. So if someone is searching for decorating tips and one of the sites that comes up is decorating turkeys, most likely they won't care about your site. If someone is looking for uh, ways to cook a, uh, to bake a turkey and they see decorating turkeys, uh, maybe they might you know be curious to see what it is, but it's not very relevant and it's not very targeted. So the key thing is this: you want if you if you're looking for keywords, you want to make sure that the keywords or try your best to see if you can get the keywords that you are targeting in your domain name. For example, for me, Interactive Biology. That's the name of my blog, my biology blog. And those are the keywords that I was targeting. And um, that's what I used as the URL for my website. Um, now, here's the thing. That is significant, and that can help you to rank well and get a significant amount of traffic if your URL has the name, the keyword that you are targeting in it. However, it is not essential. When you think about a lot of the websites out there that have keywords, I mean, domain names that are irrelevant, that don't even make sense, or Google, what is Google? What is Yahoo? Now we know what it was, now we know what it is, uh, but at one point in time, it didn't mean anything to us. And that is significant when it comes to branding. You can choose a, a, a domain name and brand your business behind that domain name and use that to build a significant business online. And there have been many examples out there. That keyword, getting a keyword in your URL is just one way to try to give yourself that extra boost, that extra oomph or whatever you want to call it. So I hope that answers your question, Butch. Um, and if anyone else has questions, you know what to do. Once again, I'll play that hotline because I never get sick and tired of hearing my wife sing. If you have a question, comment, or a suggestion, you can call the hotline at... 888-835-2414. Or you can go directly to the site at Learning with Leslie and click on the Ask Question tab to the right of the screen. And you can just ask it right there at the site. Good stuff. All right, so let's get into the 10 ways to maximize your investment in any coaching programs. I've been privileged to be a part of a number of different programs, and there is something that, that, that is consistent throughout all of the coaching programs that I've been in. I've been selective with my coaching programs, of course, but even in the really good and high-quality programs, you will notice that they're going to be two groups of individuals, those that take action and accomplish a whole bunch uh, while being in the coaching program as a result of the coaching program, and those that don't accomplish anything. Of course, there are going to be varying degrees in between that, but those are the two extremes that I've noticed, people that are just gung-ho and excited about the content, and they do the things that they need to do in order to be successful, and those that really you don't see much from them. Uh, because they're 
either going and buying a bunch of coaching programs and just not really focusing on what they need to do in order to be successful in those coaching programs. I want for you not to be like that second group. I want that if you join a coaching program, if you join a membership site or anything of that sort, or you're, you're just getting content online from different blogs, whatever you're doing, I want to make sure that you know what you need to do in order to be successful. So I'm going to give you 10 tips, 10 things that I've observed from people that have been in these programs with me and what made some successful and the others not successful. So we're going to go through our 10 tips. You ready for tip number one? Tip number one is really simple. Only take part in one coaching program, especially if you're a beginner. Now, I don't want to set that as a hard rule um, because, you know, depending on your level of experience, you might be able to handle two or even three. But especially if you're, you're a beginner, choose one. Focus on that coaching program and do not be sidetracked. Avoid the shiny object syndrome. You know, when you see all these flashy things around, these nice shiny objects, and you're like, ooh, I want this one. I want that one. Ooh, this all looks so amazing. You know, my recommendation would be to choose one based on a problem that you're trying to solve right now. Are you trying to set up a blog? Are you trying to start blogging? Well, then choose a blogging coaching program and focus on that coaching program. Are you trying to get into video marketing specifically? Choose a video marketing program. Focus on that specifically. Are you trying to get into podcasting? Choose a podcasting program. Focus on that and get your stuff going. There's There are always going to be other programs out there. There are always going to be other places that you can spend money. And there are always going to be, quote-unquote, gurus out there encouraging you to buy their program because it's the best thing since sliced bread. And without that program, you will die. <laughs> At least that's how some of the um, sales pages that I've seen uh, make, makes it seem, uh, makes it seem um, that you have to get into this program because this is the program that's going to answer all of your questions, that's going to solve all your problems, and you're going to become a millionaire in 15.4 days by taking action on what they teach you. My recommendation, once again, choose one program and focus on that program. That's, that's tip number one. Tip number two. It's very simple. You know, as you're going through these coaching programs or whatever coaching program you decide to go into, you, most, most of the time, especially most of the coaching programs that are out there now or the membership sites that are out there now, most of them are video-based. You can log in and you can get access to a bunch of videos that break down the topics in, in, in bite-sized chunks, and it covers a whole bunch of stuff within that target niche that you are focusing on, not niche necessarily, but the target goal that you want to accomplish, whether that's setting up a blog or setting up a membership site or whatever the case might be. My recommendation is this. As you're going through the content, as you're going through the videos or the, the audio lessons or whatever it is, take notes. You know, it can be kind of annoying to try to sort through a bunch of videos to find specific topics because if there's one particular topic that you want to get to, you might have to sit there and scroll through a video and just try to find that specific location. 
Whereas if you're taking notes separately, you can highlight the key things, highlight the steps, the action steps that you need to take, highlight the things that you really need to pay attention to, and you can just either write it out, or if you're like me, you can type it out. I use Evernote for taking notes on any program that I go through. And it's a free program, and it allows me to organize all my content. I use that as I'm going through the videos, and I take specific notes in such a way that I can come back to it, get the main lessons from that video, um, from that content, and see what the action points are. So uh, tip number two is take notes. Tip number one was... Choose one coaching program and focus on that program. And then number two is take notes. Now, you've chosen your program. You, 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 you've gone through the content. You've taken some notes, some awesome notes that have all the points that you need to focus on. Then comes step number three. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me mention this a billion and a half times. You probably know exactly what it is before I even say anything. <laughs> and that is take action. But not just take action. Take consistent and targeted action. In fact, you know, this is so significant to me that I've dedicated an entire episode to the topic. If you go back to episode 63, learningwithlesley.com slash episode 63, I do talk a lot about that in terms of just taking action and getting stuff out there. Don't just sit back. When you learn, act. If you learn about setting up a domain name, go ahead and set up a domain name. If you learn about doing research, keyword research, go and do some keyword research. If you learn about setting up your blog, go and set up your blog. If you learn about building a list, go and sign up for Aweber. Install Aweber on your blog so that people can opt in. Take action. Take consistent action based on what you're learning in that coaching program. Did I, did I say that enough? I think I did, but I'm going to say it one more time. Take consistent and targeted action action. I spoke about the consistent part. Let me talk a little bit about the targeted action. If you're blogging, if you're podcasting, if you're doing video marketing, you have specific things that you're trying to accomplish. When you're taking consistent action, those acts that you're doing should be helping you accomplish the goals that you have set up for yourself, for your business, for your blog, for anything that you are doing. So you're not just acting randomly. You're taking consistent action in a specific direction, the direction towards your goal. Tip number one, only take part in one coaching program. You know, I hope you're taking notes on this one, this, this stuff, because these points are very significant. I will also have them in the show notes um, so you can check it out. This is going to be episode 66, so learningwithlesley.com slash episode 66. And you're probably going to notice that I'm, I'm starting to take more detailed notes so that you can take those notes directly from the, 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 the show notes and act on them. Take consistent action, consistent targeted action. Okay, tip number four. And this is one that is very significant. It's one that annoys some people, but it is one that I have really and truly noticed that it makes the difference between success and failure. And that's this. 
ask questions. I'm even going to say ask too many questions. Even the, uh, the, the questions that you may think, oh man, they might get annoyed by these questions. You know, when I first started online and I first went through, when I, I went through my first course, it was Blog Mastermind by Yarrow Starak. It's a, a program that's no longer available, but that was the first coaching program that I went through. Extremely valuable. As a part of the coaching programs, we had uh, monthly teleconferences. And those teleconferences were very simple. You come on there, and if you have a question, you ask your question, and you get your questions answered. Now, there are a few of us <laughs> in that program that you could just count on the fact that we're going to be there, and we're going to have questions lined up, ready to go as soon as the, 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 the teleconference started. I remember one of those one of those guys that was right there with me was Mitch Wilson. And Mitch is someone that I interviewed recently to see how he's doing in his business. And he was one that you, you can almost bet that he was going to be the first person to ask a question. It was going to either be him or me. And he would just ask his questions and ask more questions. And you can tell at the beginning that he didn't really know much about blogging. In fact, when he first started, he didn't know anything about blogging. He was, relatively speaking, he was very technically challenged. Now he's running Sports Chat Place at sportschatplace.com. And he is doing tremendously well. I'm not going to get into numbers, but let ju let's just say this. He is doing very well. He is making a lot. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Um, but it's, it's an extremely popular blog. If he were to sell that blog right now, he would, he would be sitting on millions of dollars. Um, so ask questions. You, 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 you have a few choices. You can, you can you know, try to spend hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours, trying to find answers to all these simple questions that you may come up with. Or you can just ask someone that knows. If you're in a good training program, there are going to be ways for you to ask questions. It may be via the comments. It might be via a forum. It might be via uh, teleconferences and uh, webinars or whatever the case might be. Ask your questions. Get them answered. Tip number one, focus on one coaching program. Number two, take notes. Number three, take consistent and targeted action. Number four, ask questions or even ask too many questions. Uh, tip number five, connect with others in the program. When you think about building a business, an online business, an offline business, whatever type of business you're trying to build, it is hard work. Building a business alone is much harder than building it with others. No man is an island. We all need people to help us accomplish our goals, especially, especially if you have huge goals. Now, I have huge, huge, humongous goals, and I hope you have huge, humongous goals also. If you're in a coaching program, you're trying to accomplish something specific. There will most likely be other like-minded individuals in that program. Seek them out. Look for those people. Look for people that you think you can get along with that have similar goals to you. Connect with them. Share ideas and grow together. Because that's really what it's about. 
the internet is becoming much more social. It's much more about networking today than it has ever been in the past. And if you're in one of these coaching programs, choose some individuals, a select group of individuals that you want to reach out to, connect with them, share ideas, uh, feed off of each other's energy, and grow together. That's tip number five. Let's move on to tip number six. Tip number six goes right along with tip number five. Once you've connected with others in the program, whether it's one person or two people or three people, whatever it is, how many ever individuals you've connected with, hold each other accountable. One of the best decisions I've made since I've gotten into internet marketing, since I've gotten into blogging, has been not only to connect with a few specific like-minded individuals, but it's that we also, a, a few of us, hold each other accountable. Especially, you know, I've been working with uh, Chris Deals for a while, ever since I got into internet marketing. And back in those days, it was freebie trading. I'm not going to get into that. It's a long story. Uh, but ever since we met online, we clicked. And because we clicked, we, we stayed in communication with each other. I flew down to, to where he lives, and we, we, we connected with each other down there and worked on a project down there. And we, we dialogue almost on a daily basis uh, via the phone, just kind of talking about what we're trying to accomplish, what we have accomplished, and we hold each other accountable. And that extra accountability has done wonders to increase my produ productivity. My recommendation is for you to do the exact same thing. If you don't have someone online that you can, uh, someone that's well, not necessarily online, but someone that's, that can hold you accountable, someone that you can connect with and you can hold each other accountable, I would recommend for you to find someone. And an excellent place to find someone is in one of these coaching programs because you know that you're all working towards, or you should all be working towards, some similar goal. So that's tip number six. And I'm just going to jump right into tip number seven. Tip number seven is take it one step at a time. One step at a time. You know, we tend to think that if we multi multitask, we're going to get a lot done multitasking sucks. <laughs> we think we're good at it. We think we're good at it, but really and truly, we are not good at it. Uh, there was a study done in 2005. It was sponsored by Hewlett Packard, a psychology professor. Um, he, was, he was studying the effects of multitasking on IQ, on, on, on how individuals would do on an IQ test. And what he found, <laughs> this was kind of interesting to me, what he found was that the individuals that were multitasking scored on average six points lower than individuals who were stoned on marijuana. <laughs> now, my question there, you know, my question is there is this. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but really and truly, how ethical was that study? Anyhow, let's not get into the ethics of that study or anything of that sort. Uh, the, the main thing is this. The main concept is this. We are much more productive when we focus on one aspect of uh, one aspect of whatever it is you're trying to do, whether it's that program. Focus on one aspect, one task at a time. Take it one step at a time. Don't try to rush 
and do everything at once. Focus on the first part, then focus on the next part, and then the third part, and so on. All right? So if, for example, if the program that you were going through was blog, um, become a blogger, the first thing it talks about is deciding on, you know, deciding on what you're going to blog about. Go through that and decide. Make that decision. Do the research that you need to do. Then the next thing you need to do is get a domain name. Go ahead and get your domain name. Then get your blog. Install WordPress. Go one step at a time. Don't try to accomplish step 10 if you haven't done steps 1 through 9. And of course, that, that, that's assuming that you're starting at the beginning. If you're in the program and there are only selected um, s spots that you need to learn about, uh, then you can go to those parts. But still, take it one step at a time. That is uh, tip number seven. Let's move on to tip number eight. Tip number eight is something that I find myself doing a lot recently. But that is this. Repeat the coaching program to see what you've missed. Repeat the coaching program to see what you've missed. I don't care how detailed you are. I don't care how good you are. Uh, if you're going through a coaching program and it's anything substantial, you will miss things. And this is something I still do today. I've been fortunate enough to uh, be able to go through a number of coaching programs on a number of topics related to internet marketing and blogging and all the stuff that I talk about today. I do it because I love to learn and I love to hear different perspectives and I love to take what I'm learning and apply it to my business and then see the results. And what I have on my computer is a folder uh, that has a ton of courses that I've gone through. I've downloaded the videos, and every so often I find myself going back into those folders, reaching back into my bag of goodies, I guess you can say, to find a way to tweak what I'm doing right now and to make it better. And every time I do that, I find a little gem, a little thing, a little point that I can apply to help my business do even better than it's, than it's doing today. And I apply that, I take action on that, and it helps to make me a better internet marketer, a better blogger, a better podcaster, a better video marketer, all that stuff. So it's always a good idea to go back into the coaching program and, and, and relearn some of the things that you may have forgotten and to see some of the things that you may have missed on the first round. So that's tip number eight. Tip number nine is a, a, another one that's very significant, especially if you're trying to grow, especially if you're trying to do something huge. And that is you want to systematize your actions. You don't just want to take action. Uh, the first business that I really got into when it came to internet marketing was freebie trading, as I mentioned briefly earlier. And one of the things that I hate about it is that if I didn't work, I wouldn't make any money. There was, the, there was always something that you had to do. And especially in the beginning, I couldn't find a way to systematize it. But then I got into blogging. I got into the concept of building a list and so on and uh, seeing how you can leverage that to do certain things in an automated way. And I started putting systems in place that helps me to do what I'm doing even better. So 
let me give you some examples. I just gave you one, setting up an autoresponder, using a service like Aweber to set up an autoresponder sequence um, so that you can follow up with prospects, so you can follow up with subscribers, and so on. Another example, um, well, first of all, Aweber, if you want to check them out and you want to uh, build your list and all that kind of stuff, I have an affiliate link for them, learningwithlesley.com slash Aweber. A great service. I love it. I wouldn't go with anyone else. I've evaluated the others, and this is the best. Uh, yes, it costs, but I find that you get what you pay for. All right, so that's one example. Another example is this. When you start getting a bunch of questions on a number of topics uh, relating to what you're doing online, a great thing to do is try to keep track of the things that people are asking and come up with standard answers. That's something that I've done. Um, and now what I've done now that I have these standard answers, I can give them to my outsourcer and she can follow up with uh, those individuals and answer specific questions. That's a way of systemizing my business. Or for things that even I respond to, if there are certain answers that I find myself giving over and over, I, I use a program called Text Expander. I don't know if it's available on PC. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Let's see. I'll, I'll try to find that while I am doing, while I'm talking about that. Oh, nope. It's not available for PC. It's a Mac. Um, but, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait for it. Text Expander for Windows. Okay, that's not a text expander. That's something else um, that's analogous to it. But if you do some searches, if you do a search for text expander for Windows, you'll probably find some alternatives. Um, but text expander is a program that I, could, I can set up short codes. For example, anytime I want to answer a specific problem, a specific question, I can answer it once, put it in text expander, and then put a short code that anytime I type that code, it automatically adds all the content for me. So for example, uh, with Become a Blogger, we've had a few people that have signed up but have had a problem with their registration. And there's one standard answer that I have for it. All I have to do now is type B-P-R-O-B, and it will type out the entire email for me within a, fra with a, fra within a fraction of a second. And that saves a lot of time. That is one way that I'm systematizing my business, putting things in place to make my job easier. So as you go through the coaching programs, always be thinking, how can I systematize this? Can I put it in an autoresponder sequence? Can I make it automated in some way? Now, you, you don't want to automate everything. I don't automate establishing connection with people. Um, well, to a certain extent, I do. But for the most part, when it comes to networking with individuals, I try to do that just just me doing that. Yes, it's work that I have to do. But there are certain areas of my business that I can systematize, I can automate, and you can find those things in yours and do that. That's tip number nine. Let me recap on tips one through nine before I go on to tip number ten. Tip number one. Choose one coaching program and focus on that coaching program. Tip number two, as you're going through that coaching program, take notes. Tip number three, take consistent and targeted action. Tip number four, ask too many questions <laughs> as opposed to not enough. 
Tip number five, connect with others in your program, other individuals in the same program. Tip number six, when you connect with those individuals, hold each other accountable. Tip number seven, take it one step at a time. Do step one before you do step two. Tip number eight, repeat the coaching program from time to time to see what you've missed and take action on those things. Uh, Tip number nine, systemize your actions. And tip number 10 is to focus on the essentials. It doesn't matter what program you're going through. There are certain things that you need to do that are going to be high priority. So as you're going through these programs, identify the core two or three things that will give you the biggest bang for your buck. Focus on those things. Get those things done. Those are the high, lev- the high priority things that you need to put your energy into. Once you've identified those two things or those three things, make sure that you're spending a majority of your time on those few things. Does that make sense? I know it does make sense. And and trust me, if you were to implement these things in any coaching program, you are gonna have you're gonna maximize your investment, you're gonna maximize your success. But I don't want to stop there. I want to give you one bonus task because, you know, I like to overdeliver. And that is tip number 11, which is to outsource mundane tasks. You know exactly what things I'm talking about. Those tasks that need to be done, but they don't need to be done by you, or they're frustrating for you to do. You're tired of them, and someone else can do them and be just as effective. Those are tasks that may be essential for your business, but you do not have to do them. So what do I recommend? Outsource it. Where do, where do I recommend for you to find outsourcers? Um, I'm a little biased because I've had good experiences with Odesks. Odesk. Odesk. Uh, you can go there by learningwithlesley.com slash Odesk. That is an affiliate link. And I've actually um, spoken in detail about outsourcing in one of my episodes, um, episode 49. So you can go to learningwithlesley.com slash episode 49. Um, it's entitled, How to Outsource Your Business, Your Online Business the Right Way. <laughs> so I go, to, go into a lot of detail in there. But those tasks that you don't need to do, you can outsource them. I outsource things like responding to emails, transcribing my biology videos, well, transcribing all of my videos, transcribing my podcast, um, posting those types of things to my blog. I don't have to do that. Yes, I need to come up with the content because I've identified um, that, that the essential things that I need to focus on in my business are uh, is producing content. That's the that's the most important thing. Producing content and also networking with others. Um, but those are essential uh, things in my business that I focus on. The others I can outsource. And of course, if you're just starting, outsourcing may not be as much of an option. But there are ways to outsource simple things very inexpensively. And I would highly recommend for you to check out episode. 40, what did I say it was? Uh, 49. Yeah, that's what it is. Episode 49 um, to find out more about outsourcing. 
So those are the, the, the 11 tips, the, the 10 tips plus one bonus. I'm going to say them one more time, and then I'm going to move to the end. Tip number one, focus on one coaching program. Number two, take notes. Number three, take consistent and targeted action. Number four, ask questions. Too many questions, in fact. Uh, question number f I mean, tip number five, connect with others in the program. Number six, hold each other accountable. Number seven, take it one step at a time. Number eight, repeat the program and see what you've missed. Number nine, systematize your, uh, your actions. Number 10, focus on the essentials. And number 11, the final bonus tip is outsource your mundane tasks. So that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you got a lot of value from it. You know, if you're finding value in this podcast, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Um, head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. You know how you can get there. Leslie on iTunes.com. I didn't mention that at the beginning. But if you do that, that's going to give me that, 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 that warm and fuzzy feeling <laughs> and get me really excited. Um, this program is brought to you by, <laughs> and I'm so glad to be able to say this, by Become a Blogger 2.0 at becomeablogger.com. If what you're trying to do is start a blog, check out Become a Blogger 2.0 at becomeablogger.com. You can get 10 free videos there that will show you how to set up your blog from start to finish. I'm talking about from doing the research to getting the domain name, your hosting account, installing your blog, installing WordPress, um, getting a sexy theme to make your blog look good and stand out from the crowd, how to install plugins, what is RSS and how does it work, how do you, how do you set it up so you can get a ton of people to start subscribing to your blog. Blogging has changed my life and I want, it, I want to share that with you so that it can change your life and help you to change the world. So that's it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. Until next time, take care and God bless.